Caitlin Johnson is a young Palawar woman from regional Tasmania who was the state's 2022 nominee for Young Australian of the Year. In 2021, she was also awarded the Premier's Young Achiever of the Year Award for her work in youth engagement and leadership, as well as her inspirational story of hard work and resilience. A feat which has resulted in her being awarded a Chancellor Scholarship at the University of Melbourne. So I grew up in Wynyard, um, which is a small town in Tassie, in northwest Tassie. And um, it's a beautiful place to live, don't get me wrong. It is really gorgeous and the people are lovely. But I think often it's really obvious that there's quite a, a sort of factory line of where people end up in terms of what they're doing. Um, a lot of people don't leave Tasmania. There's only one university and that sort of thing. So it's quite it's quite normal just to stay in the one place and not really, not really look beyond that. And so for me growing up, um, my family wasn't that wealthy and so... I sort of had this feeling of like, I can't really stay here. This isn't what I want my life to be. And so I did a lot of work like throughout school trying to get good grades and stuff so I could get scholarships to come home from Melbourne. And my teachers were super supportive. Like um, that's one thing that I really held on to with my teachers because they sort of got that, that idea of like, it's quite hard to get out of Tassie. Caitlin's work in youth leadership is awe-inspiring. She's a social change activist who inspires young Indigenous women to realise their aspirations not just through her story, but also through hands-on engagement. So Project O is an initiative run by Big Heart, which is Australia's largest social change company. And what they do is they come into sort of rural areas um, with, I don't know, with a little bit of disadvantage placed on the, like the students of that area. And for us, it was um, young women and rural women who aren't really having their voices be heard in the community. And so a lot of the work that we did was um, sort of just giving them opportunities because obviously those young women do have potential um it's just they don't have the opportunities in where they live to to realize that potential and so I came through the program as a student and then at the end I was the alumni sort of helping other students through the program and we did a lot of event management and a lot of speaking within the community like at community events and um just sort of getting their confidence up with a bit more um experience in the workforce and and in the and the broader community Recently, Caitlin's life has been turned on its head as she was suddenly flown to Glasgow to partake in COP26 within a week of her Tasmanian Young Australian of the Year Award. Now she's making waves in youth engagement on an international level at COP26, something that she admits has been a very random series of events. It's very random. <laughs> um, so I'm really close friends and colleagues with um, Toby Thorpe, and he was actually the winner of the award that I won this year. He won it last year. So he was the 2021 TAS Young Australian of the Year, um, which is pretty funny. But um, so he has been to COP26 the last few years. Like he's quite heavily involved in the climate space. He's a climate advocate based in Hobart and Hewanville. And he wasn't going to go either because the borders were closed and everything. But um, when they opened up very last minute, he really wanted to be present because he, had, he does a lot of work um, in youth engagement and that sort of stuff at COP. And so he said, like, at the very last minute, like, I'm just going to go, I'm just going to do it. And he asked if I wanted to come. <laughs> and I don't know why I said yes. I was like, no, I have exams. Like, I can't go. I've got my next month really planned out. Like, this is not what I imagined <laughs> but um yeah we just sort of kept talking about it over that day and I was like hey man this could actually happen and I I study climate science so I was really keen to go to COP like that felt like a 
once-in-a-lifetime thing for me. Caitlin's work at COP26, specifically around the awareness of geoengineering, has been pivotal in educating young people on environmental sustainability. I think there's lots of different elements of geoengineering, but the one that we got the rundown on and the scariest one for me was it's a way that, that they intend to use, basically use fossil fuels to um, reduce the temperature. So obviously aerosols in the air they and in the, in the atmosphere bring down the global temperature, but not in a way that is safe for any other ecosystem. And so what we want to be doing, I assume, as a younger generation is to remove climate change in a way that is reverting it to its natural state by like stopping carbon emissions, reducing them heaps and, and um, looking to more renewable energy systems. But yeah, what they want to do is they want to fly like thousands, tens of thousands of planes all the time and re release like sulfur dioxide particles into the air. And so that aerosol will, yeah, will cool the temperature down a little bit, but that's at the expense of like however many carbon emissions all those planes are. And, and the biggest problem is it's irreversible. So once you start that process, you cannot stop because although it feels like and seems like the temperature is lower, it's as soon as you stop those planes and the release of sulfur dioxide, um, the earth will catch up and like the temperature will skyrocket and it'll just blow everything out of proportion and it's really dangerous. And yeah, I don't think that as a human race, we can afford to be um, committing to something infinitely. <laughs> In Glasgow, Caitlin saw the impacts of big business manipulation on young people and along with her colleagues sought to make a change. One of the highlights for me was um, <laughs> it was an event that was run by a public sector which um, was sort of manipulating young people a little bit um, in the way that they were pitching their like in, like their public organisation that were they were promoting geoengineering, which I had I knew nothing about before the start of the week, but um, we uh, come to learn a bit more about it and realised that these young people that were getting involved were actually being really manipulated um, to be involved into something that they didn't really understand. And geoengineering is not something we want to go near if we really want to preserve the, the, the climate in a way that is um, reverting it back to its natural state, basically. And so Toby and I and um, another girl, Sen, we did a lot of work um, creating an intervention. So we so we created a script and stuff and we showed up as if we were attending the event, but then we just delivered our statement and sort of said what was going on behind the scenes. With Australia failing to pledge to two of the four main agreements at COP26, Caitlin described her disappointment with the national outcome of the conference, one that does not reflect the input and role of young Australians who were attendees. I'm not sure how much I can say. Well, I couldn't say much while I was there on an, an Australian government badge, but now I think I can, yeah, I can admit to you that it was really heartbreaking to see us doing nothing. Like being an Australian at COP was even like quite a sort of taboo thing. Like people would be like, what is Australia doing? Like you can really tell that there's a serious like um, lacking of care and, and of ambition from Australians. And, and obviously it doesn't reflect Australia as a population. Despite the outcome of COP26, Caitlin Johnson's hard work and leadership is an inspiration to all young people. Something that gives hope for the future and sustainability of Australia.